0: wa Alhamdulillah. Tonight is the 23rd of December in the year 2023, and Alhamdulillah, we moved on to the 51st night that we're going through the illustrious and blessed life. Of the eminent companion Sayyidina Abu Hurairah, and I'm on the subsection in which I'm mentioning some of his blessed students. And the last thing I mentioned was his special affection towards those students of his who were from Persia. So, like I mentioned, the Prophet said he said that if iman was even going to reach the constellation of Pleiades many Persians will still acquire it so what was the Prophet highlighting here it meant that they had insatiable or they will have insatiable eagerness to acquire knowledge and like I mentioned many times our beloved messenger said two greedy ones can never be satiated talibul ilm الدنيا, the seeker of knowledge and the seeker of the world. This is recorded in Behaki in Ishu Iman, Bazar al Mishkat, and Shaykh Al Bani Rahmatullah stated Sahih in Sahih Al Jami 2 1125. So one is a cure, one is an illness. Both of them can never get enough. The one who's got the cure is the one who can never get enough of knowledge. If you are insatiable, this is an excellent sign that you are on the correct path. But the other is an illness. You are insatiable when it comes to acquiring dunya. And this is where you need to be very careful. I just take what you need from the dunya and leave safely. But note the seeker of knowledge and who is a classic example of the the Persian students. Clarifying further, our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu alaihi Wasallam. A believer is never satisfied from the good that he hears till he enters paradise. Subhanallah. A believer is never satisfied from the good that he hears till he enters paradise. This is in Dhirmadi, number 2695, Hassan Gharib. So think about that. Only until you enter paradise will that craving finish. Now what's interesting about that, before paradise there's the grave. <laughs> This is the day of judgment. And yet the Prophet didn't say to the grave. He said, till you enter paradise, you will never be satisfied of anything good until you enter paradise. Meaning, this is the sign of the believer. But the opposite is also true. Reflect upon the revulsion of those who have no desire for knowledge. Our beloved messenger Isa a.s. said, those who do not desire it, I acknowledge, are worse than swine. Astaghfirullah. Those who do not desire it, I acknowledge, are worse than swine. This is recorded in Abdul Razak and Al-Bidayah. So if you call a person a pig, that's an insult. But that is not enough of an insult to the one who has no desire to learn. You can actually say you're worse than a pig. And if he gets angry with you, oh brother, don't get angry with me. I didn't say that, because who said it? Jesus Christ. So imagine, you get people, Muslims, no desire, not interested in learning. They're not just you know, doing their bit for queen and country, as they say, or kinning the country now. What about learning, brother? Oh no, no, I don't, I don't learn, brother. So you can turn around and say, you're worse than a pig. And then he'll say, i stuck for Allah, brother. You're calling me not even worse than a pig. I'm not calling you that, brother. Jesus Christ, take you over with him. So look at the contrast. If you're eager to acquire knowledge, your high is above the stars. <laughs> but if you have no desire, you're worse than a swine. And what's interesting, who said that? He said, Allah. You know, it doesn't matter which prophet says it, but it's fascinating. He said that. And don't forget, he's coming back. <laughs> And how much impact would he have? The report says in Sayyid Muslim, when Jesus Christ returns, alayhi one prostration of the believer would be more beloved to him than everything in this world and all that it contains. So be honest. If I was to ask you now, one prostration you've done, was it worth? So obviously you might get a bit excited. You say, oh brother, it's worth a lot." lot. Well, exactly, just give me the... Which one would say... Hand on the Quran is worth to me more than the whole world and all that it contains, you're lying. Mm. So what's happened? You don't understand how priceless that worship is. But guess what? Mm. When Isa salam returns, you will say that. Mm. So what's happened? Because you're learning. Mm. You start to realize where value lies. Value lies in ibadat. Mm. Indeed, it was no other than Abu Huraira himself who wants us, Rasulallah, three times about the following verse. In Surah Al-Jum'ah, Surah 62, verse 3. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Al-Rajim. He, he, sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, has been sent as well as <coughs> to confer these benefits upon others of them who have not already joined them as yet. So what was the verse that Abu Hurairah was quoting? The verse, if you don't look at any commentary, just the translation, it's actually part of the verse. 62 verse 3. Allah says that he sent his beloved mm-hmm. wa to you and to others who have not already joined them. Mm-hmm. So Allah is saying, I've sent my beloved to you, but others who haven't joined you yet. So Abu Hurairah said, Ya Rasulullah, who is Allah, who's Allah referring to there? Mm-hmm. So Rasulullah sallallahu he put his hand on Salman nadiya al-Husaykh. If iman were on a thurayyah even then some men or a man from these people would obtain it. Mm-hmm. This is in Sayyid Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, Nasai, Hakim, Ibn Abi Hatim, Ibn Jarir and Ibn Kathir in the respective dafsids. So this is interesting. Look at how many verses. Allah to Allah the Persians. Yesterday I mentioned the verse, it's a different verse, Surah 47 verse 38, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, If you turn back, he will substitute in your place another nation, they won't be like you. That's the Persians, the Prophet said, Now, another place of the Quran, Allah says, I have sent my beloved to you and to others who have not already joined you yet. Abu Huraira queried the Prophet on Salman saying, These people. So, note the praise of the Persians. And like I mentioned, all of the great Muhaddits, the six great ones, are all from non Arabs, they're the Persians. It those would not now come as any surprise to learn that Abu Huraira had learned the Persian language. <laughs> Look at his love when he heard Rasulullah praise وسلم, the Persians, he's an Arab, you know, he's from the Dose tribe. He learns Farsi. How do we know that he learned this language? For Abu Rahmatullah Suleiman the freed one of the people of Medina, he relates. Once, whilst I was seated with Abu Huraira a Persian woman came to him who had a son with her. Her husband had divorced her and both of them now claim custody of the child. She spoke to him in Persian. <laughs> Thus Abu Huraira advised her to cast lots speaking in the foreign language. This is in Nasa'i, number 3526, Abu Da'ud number 2277, Darimi, number 2293, Mishqat number 3,381. Let's look at this. So a Persian woman, she's divorced, her husband's divorced, she's a Muslimah, huh? her mus- uh, husband's divorced, huh? and the husband and divorced wife are now wanting who's got rights over the child. Mm-hmm. The woman approaches Abu Huraira, how she's speaking to him? Mm-hmm. Persian. <laughs> so imagine, mm-hmm. not just, you know, yes, no, thank you, good night. <laughs> Full you know, this is what's happened, my husband divorced me, we're both arguing over who the child is. Abu Hurair is listening in Persian. Not only does he listen, he returns and answers her in Persian. Mm. So why did he learn Persian? Or Farsi? Mm. Their answer was because Rasulullah was telling him, the Persians. Now think about that. Mm. Did the Prophet say to him, you're going to have many students from Persian? Mm. He hinted to them. Mm. He was hinting to them. He goes, you are the most prolific narrator. They're going to come to you. He wanted to honor his students. Now, think about that. It's the other way around. People focus so much upon the students honoring their teacher. They go, Oh, respectfully do this and respectfully do that. And then he goes, Okay, then, how many students has the Sheikh got? And he goes, Oh, he's got thousands. And he goes, What languages do they speak? They go, Bengalis, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis, you know. And he goes, Has the Sheikh learned their languages? I'll tell you straight, they'll say, Why would the Sheikh learn them languages? Is sunnah. Who's sunnah? Because he should know. He's a sheikh. Abu Huraira did it. He goes, which are these? Come on, brother, which are these? Nasai Abu Dawud. And he goes, why is that? Because he's, he's well, imagine If you go to a sheikh, you want to learn about your hadith. He starts speaking your language. Straight away, there's an affiliation. Can you speak English? He goes, yes. Mashallah. <laughs> now they'll say, oh, you, oh, he can't speak. You're going to have to learn Arabic. See, him by Go and do intensive Arabic studies and then come back. <laughs> right? And then he goes, Oh, yeah, okay. So, you know, lot go back. Come back, teacher's dead. Right? So, note Abu Harira, where did he ha- what I find shocking, where did he get the time to learn Persian? <laughs> and who did he learn it from? It's not like, you know, he got, you know, university. You know, why is he learning? He learned Persian. Note, the Prophet hinted towards this. When? I mentioned this. In Ibn Amarjah number 3458, Ahmad in his Musnad 2 390 2 403, Imam Sayyuti, in his Atibbu An Nabawi, page 172 of the English translation, it has a weakness in the chain of transmission. Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, he said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam once set out in the early morning and I did with him. We went out. I offered salat, but then I sat. The Prophet turned to me sallallahu alayhi and he said in persian he said to abu halida in persian ashk ashiqab ashk ikmat dard ashk ikmat dard do you have a stomach ailment i responded yes ya rasulullah sallallahu alayhi he responded qum wa salli fa inna fi salati shifaa then get up and offer salat for in salat there is a cure mm-hmm. So now what's interesting. Abu Huraira, obviously he's weak, maybe he's suffering with the hunger following the example of the Prophet, or maybe he was ill. So when the Prophet saw him sitting, he goes, And why was he speaking Persian to him? And what shocking is why did Abu Huraira said, Ya Rasulullah, I can't speak Persian. Why do you suddenly speak Persian to me for? Imagine you got a student with you, all of a sudden you speak Chinese. No.
1: Well,
0: I don't understand. That was a hint to so say, look. I think you need to learn Persian. But he didn't actually say it to him. Why? Because compassion. And then the Prophet said something about salat, which is not often mentioned. He goes, offer salat. Salat, there's shafa in it. Mm-hmm. Think about that. You know, people say, why are they so? Why are you always on prayer, my brother? Because I'm ill, brother. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what do you mean you're ill? And he goes, there's, there's cure in it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, what do you mean spiritual cure? not physical. Mm-hmm. That's one of the blessings. But we don't do it for that. Mm-hmm. How many illnesses... Have we been graciously protected from because of Salat? Mm-hmm. We don't know. But imagine, inshallah in paradise, you ask respectfully, because oh my Lord, you know, I offered all those prayers, Alhamdulillah. But your Prophet wa sallam, said, This Shafa'i in Salat, could you please let me know what illnesses are protecting me from? Imagine if a role comes up, oh my God, <laughs> protecting me from all that, and you were none the wiser. So when people say, Oh brother, you need to pray. Yeah, it's an obligation, but it's for your benefit. Allah, Allah has given you a gift. It's a gift, and if you knew the blessings of that gift, you wouldn't be asking how many prayers. You'd be saying, is there any more prayers that I can get in? Note therefore that many Persian Muslims became the student of this majestic man. It was as if our beloved Messenger Islam was hinting towards this when he spoke a few words in Persian to him. The peace and blessings of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon our beloved messenger. So, let's turn to another student. So another student of Abu Hurairah is Hurayth ibn Kabisa. Hurayth ibn Qabiesha. So there's a report. So this narration is in Nasa'i, number 465. Tirmadi, number 413. Hasan Gharib, Targhib number 338. Sheikh al rahmatullah stated sahih in sahih ul Jami number 2020. Hureyf ibn Kabisa the same student rahmatullah he said, I arrived in Al-Madina and I asked Allah the Almighty and Glorious to bless me with the company of Jalees Salihah, a righteous sitting companion. So stop in the report. So he's just come to the holy city and he's making a sincere dua. Ya Allah, Please. Let me find a righteous man who I can sit with, meaning I can learn from him. He goes, I there upon sat with Abu Hurairah. <laughs> Radhiya Abu And I said, Ya Abu Hurairah. Radhiya Inni sa'altu allaha an yarzaqani jaleesun Fa fa'allimni hadithan Samirtahu min Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa La Allah yanfa ani bih Verily I asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to provide me with a righteous sitting companion. Those please now relate a hadith to me from Rasulullah yes. so that perhaps Allah the Almighty might cause me to benefit from it. So look how beautiful. That was his first conversation with Abu Huraira mm-hmm. He sat in his presence and he says, I had made a special dua. That I find a righteous person to sit with, Allah ta'ala guided me to you. Please now relay a hadith to me so I can benefit. Mm. He thereupon said, I have heard Rasulullah say, mm. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ma, ma mm. Verily, the first deed a servant will be called to account for on the day of resurrection is salah. Mm. فَإِنْ فَقَدْ وَأَنْجَحْ If it is complete, he is successful, he is saved. وَإِنْ فَسَدَتْ فَقَدْ خَابَ But if it is corrupted, if it is defective, then he has failed, he has lost. Then Allah the Almighty will say, See if my servant has in the optional, that which offsets the shortcoming in the obligatory, then the rest of his deeds will be treated likewise. Mm. Subhanallah. So let's look at this. So this is the Sahih Hadith. In Nasai and Timburi. So when you say Janisan in Arabic, it means a person you would like to keep company with. But it literally means sitting company. Mm. You understand? So you get acquaintances, that what does that mean? It means you know that you got work acquaintances, people that you mix with. They're not your sitting companions. Your sitting companions are those who you have gone out of your way mm. to spend time with. Mm. Why was he making a du'a for that? Mm. Because this is one of the most effective ways into collecting your conduct to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You can get you know it's very difficult without people. Mm. If you got righteous people and one of the scholars explained it very simply. He said, somebody asked the sheikh, he goes, what is the benefit of a righteous person? Why should I spend quality time with him? And look what he said. Look what a beautiful answer he gave, mashallah. He said, when you're in the company of the righteous, what becomes easy? So the student went, good deeds. He goes, mashallah. He goes, what becomes difficult? He goes, sins. He goes, well, what other benefit do you want? And so imagine, you said to a person, brother, is your mind a bit weak? He goes, yeah, brother, you know, astaghfirullah, dunya's got me, I'm drowning, right? He goes, oh, yeah, okay, we're all drowning. And he goes, so what are you doing about it? And he goes, well, brother, you're the learned one. And then you say, go and find a righteous person to sit with, not just play cards, but, you know, to learn from him. Mm-hmm. A righteous person, he goes, okay, brother, I don't get it, how is that going to make my mind strong? He doesn't understand. He goes, that will sort everything out why because good deeds become easy if good deeds become easy you're halfway there
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what becomes hard sins mm-hmm. so for instance you might have a uh, you might swear you might have like a habit of swearing do you swear with a pious person mm-hmm. you notice that person starts biting his tongue mm-hmm. he stops mm-hmm. and he goes what you know, brother look you know he can't he's shaking it. right so what's happening he's helping you without even speaking <laughs> And then you might have some, you know, maybe you sin, maybe you think, okay, I'll do al qazada prayers. But you're in the company of the righteous, what happens? You just go with them. Okay, Shaykh, let's go. <laughs> Even though you had no intention of praying. So this is why this stab said, "Yalla, please help me. And what made me shocked was, did they need help? We the ones who need help, right? So, anyway, that's the first part. When he asked Abu Hurairah please teach me. What was the first thing he taught him? Think about that. He goes... I heard Rasulullah say... Sallallahu alayhi wa The first deed you will be asked for... Is salah... Now look at the wording... Very interesting... If it is complete... He is successful and saved... This is a condition... If you pray your prayers, That's not enough... The Prophet Sallallahu said... Salahat... If it is complete... <laughs> Then he said sallallahu alaihi wasallam, fasadat if it is corrupted khaba wa He has failed. So even before moving on, what was our beloved messenger warning the Muslims with sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Don't think that just by praying you are safe because your salat might be corrupted and what did he say? You failed. Then he said sallallahu wasallam, Allah the Almighty Hadithi Qudsi He says See if my servant has got any Nawafil optional prayers that will make up for the corruption. Mm. Then the Prophet said the rest of your deeds will be the same. So let's look at this. So let's say you offer you know 100,000 further prayers in your life and 20,000 are corrupt. So straight away Oh my God. So Allah then goes Turn to his optional press, his sunnah, his nawafil. If you're not interested in that, you're doomed. That's a protection. So sunnah, people for some reason, I don't know what mind, they, what planet they're on. They think it's about rewards. Oh brother, yeah, I'll, I'll get it in. No brother, that's your insurance, fully fully comp. And he goes, what do you mean fully comp? He goes, no, no, I'm not talking about that one. It's fully comp for your salat. And he goes, fully comp of what? For your Farad. Mm-hmm. If you're farad, if you have a crash, insurance kicks in. <laughs> if you have got insurance, Patloon comes off. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the same on the Day of Judgment. Just watch my insurance. The Sunnah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then you go, oh yeah, and you get reward for it as well. Mm-hmm. We go straight to the if, you know, we, our Salahs like Abu Bakr Siddique, man, I mean, but You know that many of your prayers, you were thinking about shopping, you were thinking about this, you and you always think that's going to be accepted. Mm-hmm. So you better make sure you got healthy Sunnah. Mm-hmm. And then the Allah says, if, it, if he has got that, fine.
1: Hmm.
0: But then the Prophet said, all of the other farad are treated like that. What's interesting about that. So let's go through the farad. Hmm. Apart from the Tawheed, you got Ramadan. So if you are Ramadan, think about it. What if a hundred of your farad fast? Sorry, man. Not no up to scratch. Allah is not going to turn to Nafl Salat. Hmm. He's an attempt to the fasting. And if you are not concerned, see you next Ramadan Ramadan's gone where's your sunnah fast brother? And he goes, Oh brother, I don't do it. I don't need to do it. He goes, No problem, brother. But well, you won't fully come for your Ramadan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Which person tells you these things? Right? You think, oh, get those nuffle fasts in brother, especially in winter. You know, you're getting, you know, bargain from Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then of course you get the rewards as well. Then you go hajj, look how interesting. What's the substitute for hajj? Umrah. Mm-hmm. Over oh, the Hajj, and I say, And he goes, was your Hajj like Hajjatul <laughs> to the farewell hajj? he goes, was he ex? Brother, he goes, then he goes, okay, oh, brother, get doing, get them Umrah in. When's the best time to do Umrah? Ramadan. The Prophet sallallahu said, whoever does Umrah in Ramadan is like he's gonna Hajj with me. He's giving you a clue, But people don't even do Umrah. And then of course Zakat. After Zakat, <laughs> Stray, zip closes. Brother was, oh brother, purified the uh, purified. What about, you know, a khazza? Oh brother, I made And somebody goes to you, brother, I'm just not joking, but you need to put some fully company your zakat. How? Get sadaqah sorted. That's what the mindset is for the Muslims. Unfortunately, people just stay to rewards. Oh brother, nafl rewards, nothing rewards. Brother, look, I don't about rewards. I just need to get a lot of them in because I need every help possible. Hmm. So, not just offering the salat is not enough. It must at the very least be acceptable in the sight of our loving Lord. So In addition, it also shows the utmost importance of building up a healthy treasure of nafal deeds of salah, fasting, sadaqah, and umrah. So, note that was the first thing Abu Huraira told that Tabi. What a lesson! <laughs> he goes, Please, you know, I found a righteous companion. Please teach me what you heard from the. He could imagine thousands of hadiths he co- quoted this to him and isn't this a lesson that we need to really reflect upon you know subhanallah so what was the, his name the tabiids Hurayf ibn Ali. so all I mentioned today was again mentioning a few of the blessed students of Sayyidina Abu Hurairah. And notice The lessons we also take When going through the lives of those who are very near and dear to Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And the shocking fact about Abu Hurayla He spoke Persian That's amazing He actually you know, spoke Persian Salman al-Farsi obviously was Persian He learned Arabic But he Abu Hurayla is the opposite He was an Arab and he learned Persian Because the Prophet was hinting towards this And he also shows his love for his students He wanted to speak in their mother tongue I wish they had grown up between us. Subhanallah. Are there any questions? Feel at one of the to of the the and Him, Subhanahu, and the my Sifun, and the Laman, salamun the Mursani, and the Hamdi, and the